following program contains explicit language and subject matter and is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Hello? It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? Is that me? Are we live? Is that talk? Of course it's me. I'm the only one here. There's no one else here. I'm back. The Zero Fucks Podcast. Proudly brought to you by... Gorilla Radio is back. Over 12 months. And what a 12 months it's been. Crazy, crazy. We're going to get into that later. But yeah, we're back. Episode 60, Season 4. I think there was two episodes maybe in Season 3. So let's just call this Version 4. That's what we're going to go with. Version 4. I hope everyone's well. This feels a bit odd. Because there is so much to talk about. And... So little time. That's not true. There's plenty of time. But it's good to be back. It's good. Um, I'm going to probably fumble through a little bit today because it's been so long. Sort of lost my, I wouldn't say lost my mojo, lost my rhythm as to how this plays out. I've got a funny feeling that, or suspicion that the volumes are going to be all over the shop. Um, which I can play around with a little bit as we go. So I hope everyone's well. I hope everyone survived COVID. I hope we haven't had any casualties. I had it three times, tested positive three times. That was nice. Had brain fog for the biggest time. But we're going to talk about a whole lot of stuff. Um, Yeah, as I say. Just trying to get my rhythm back, trying to get my groove, understand how I used to do this. I've got new software now, um, which should work, should be in the operative word. So by the time I get this down, anyway, it's Sunday afternoon, it's the 21st of August, 2022. I've not done one of these since 2021, I think around May, May maybe? I've changed my host, I've got all the podcasts back online, I've changed the artwork, I believe, i got to check to see if that's working, but I'm back giving it a crack anyway, so 
Let's see. Two thousand twenty-two. What's been going on? <sighs> Plenty down this end, and nothing at the same time. It's been a um, a mixture of things that never really took off, um, things that should have taken off, and delay, delay, delay. So I'm still awaiting an operation uh, on my right knee, and that's just been delayed. COVID pretty much fucked that. So that happened. Um, I guess what sort of prompted this was uh, originally I wrote for episode 60 um, which would have been released International Women's Day 2021. When it came around to 2022, I thought, okay, well, maybe we can fire this up and get this out there again. Um, which was um, 7th of March is International Women's Day. Uh, in particular, for me, it was about, you know, mum's a woman, my grandmother's a woman, I've got a sister, I've got a daughter. I mean, you know, getting the picture. I don't know why my mic just did that, but it did it. See, these are the the new things I've got to work through. So... Um, that was 2021 and it was about getting that out there and it was talking about all sorts of things um, which I'll get into. But what's prompted me was we lost Olivia Newton-John and um, of course she was an icon uh, in Australia, entertainment basically. For Australia it's a bit like the best way to describe it is John Lennon, 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 Lennon passing away. I've got a clicking thing happening and I don't know what it is and it's repeating. So this is going to be fun. It shouldn't keep happening, I'm told. Um, yeah, so it's a bit like losing a beetle was our Livy as we referred to her. She was born in England in uh, 1948 and her parents moved to Australia. She then went back to England to start her career and then on to the US. But she's always been an Australian at heart and always promoted Australia. She's been an ambassador whether she liked it or not. Her actual dad was Welsh and I think her mum was German-born. Yeah, and she's got like um, her grandfather was like a Nobel Peace Prize winner. Like It's fucking crazy to believe, you know, she's a singer. Um. And if you don't know who Olivia Newton-John is, well, I'm really sorry for you. But she's an Aussie icon. The reason I bring that up and the reason I'm sort of going to promote it and talk about it today in particular is that you'll know her as Sandy in Greece, 
But age 40, 43, yeah, 43, she contracted um, breast cancer. That was the start of her cancer. She beat it three times and it got her in the end. But she fought it for 30 years and she never whinged about it. So, yeah. So that's what that's prompted me on the back of the original podcast was about International Women's Day is women, please, please, please get tested. Mammograms are hugely important. And they get overlooked from time to time and everyone talks about boobs is about getting a boob job. But sometime, always check self-examination, make sure there's no lumps and even if there is, get it checked. I've been through it with a partner. Had I found the lump in her boob. We got it checked. It turned out it was a benign cyst and it wasn't anything. But the fact was that we checked on it. So that's where we're starting. Sounds a little bit intense. There's a whole lot of other stuff to talk about. But the fact is, first and foremost, let's get this kicking because we're back. Return of the Mac. So I think we've pretty much got that point across, return of the Mac. Right. For everyone that has returned, here's a little thank you for all of you. It's going to be a musical episode today. We're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff. But um, for everyone that has returned or his, I want to say thank you and just remind you that this is about you.
And there we go. You are fucking awesome. So thank you very much for coming back. It truly is appreciated. And uh, let's have some fun along the way. I have got guests coming up that I'm trying to queue up at the moment. Very interesting ones. Um, I've just got to work out how I combine my um, Discord into this through this software. There's a way to do it, but I'm... I'm not that savvy on Discord, so I've got to get a hard and fast lesson. And to get rid of that clicking that takes my mic out, I don't know why it's doing it. Some days it does it, some days it doesn't. I don't know. So, yeah, as I said, there's going to be a few bugs in the first one back, and I do apologise. As long as we haven't got an echo and the audio sounds all right, which obviously I'll test it. Um... Now, Olivia Newton-John, hard and fast, Uh, born in Cambridge, 26th September 1948, passed away the 8th of August, 73 years old, battled cancer for 30 years, first discovered when she was 43. Most people remember for Sandy playing a schoolgirl, I think at age 30, I think she was, which was quite interesting, but she's had a huge success. Um, and some may have never heard of this, but it always makes me laugh. I just can't take it too loud. She had a song called I'll Bet You a Kangaroo. Seriously. I gotta say, it was never gonna go on to be a a world pleaser. Although it does have the word kangaroo and didgeridoo in it. Do you think she was trying to convince us she was an Australian? I don't know. Yeah, not a finest. But what you will know for if anyone's seen Greece. Everyone knows how iconic. And this was written for her and added into the script.
Any man would kill to have that song sung to him. An amazing woman, 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 woman. And my mic's clicking again. No idea why. Okay, so that's annoying. We'll get past it. Yeah, so that was her character, Sandy, in Greece. Listen to this voice. All right, so we're on the Sandy Trail. And, of course, everyone remembers it from Greece. I mean, it's, as again, teamed up with John Travolta. Uh, amazing partnership. Um, amazing chemistry on screen. He was younger. She was 30-year-old. I think the actress that played Rizzo was like 35 playing a high school senior. But... It's a musical. You can get away with anything. Everyone knows the dance moves. You ever notice that? Everyone knows the dance moves. I've actually even got, and I'll save it for Twitch when I get my system better hooked up, but there's a scene that I'm going to show from Greece where there's a time traveller in it and I don't understand who he is or why he's there. But maybe some of the big fans can point that out. From Greece, and you've got to remember Livy was... She literally was Sandy. She was the clean-cut girl, had a great reputation, was well-respected, and when she tarted it up at the end of Greece, everyone was like, wow. But she went on to make another movie called Xanadu, and um, which the song itself is you know, pretty remarkable. The whole soundtrack and, and the albums for the movie was done by Electric Like Orchestra and it was amazing. But she also sung a song called Suddenly with Sir Cliff Richard, who wasn't Sir at the time. By the way, she is. She did pass away as Dame Olivia Newton-John. She had been hit up by the royals, but... She sang this song suddenly. Can't you tell? I'd be so thrilled to see the message in your eyes. You make it seem I'm so close to my dream, and then suddenly it's all Suddenly the wheels are in motion, and I, I'm ready to sail in the ocean. Suddenly. 
So, another great, amazing song from the movie Xanadu. And yes, this is, if you hadn't guessed it, the Livy Appreciation Podcast. She's amazing. I miss her. I was devastated. I truly was devastated. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. So, to round it out, she will be sadly missed. She had an interesting, crazy lifestyle and so much as she wanted to have a farm and she's a major sponsor of um, a cancer wellness centre. I think they wanted to call it the Olivia Newton-John Cancer Centre and she said as long as you put wellness in it because it was about managing and looking after women's health and she visited, she would talk to patients every time, anytime she was in Australia she would do it. I think her memoriam state funeral is happening in Melbourne this week, actually, my belief. Not sure of the date. I've got 26 in my head, but I'm not sure if that's right or not. But, yeah, she was um, poured a lot of time and energy into raising money for women's cancer research. Cancer research in general, really. Um, she's a great loss. Um, um, um. I don't know if that's coming through, but my mic was repeating on itself. I don't know why it's doing that. I'll have to check it out. First day back bugs. So she moved over to then to do a sexier side, which they never thought would fly, which is the song Physical. So I'm going to play this entirety and, um, yeah. I just want to really start with uh, just appreciating Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Olivia Newton-John because she's just amazing. So, yeah.
And that's our levy. Sad, sad state of affairs, unfortunately, but it happens. Right. So, on top of everything else that I've got, um, we now have a fully-fledged soundboard, which is... Where's the lamb sauce? There you go. It's not in the right sequence. It's all out of effect, but we have a range of things. And you know, Zero Fucks Podcast, we don't care. So we pretty much say anything we like. That's normal. Um, right. Where to next? International Women's Day. Okay, so there's a few things I want to mention. As I said, I've got um, – nope, that's not it. There it is there. Um, there's a few things, particularly with um, mums, grandmas, stuff like that. Uh, a friend of mine, JJ, who's appeared on here, is um, – to, to give you a perspective, you know, she's gone from being a mum of two, is now a young grandma. No, a young nan. She's too young to be called a grandma. A young nan with two beautiful grandchildren, two young boys. Beautiful. That's happened. Um, our podcast friend Jody, who came on and told a story about losing a little girl, Layla. Um, and she was very honest and open about that story. Went on to have a little boy, Elliot, who was Premie, and uh, has been a fighter. And I believe they're doing really well, the two of them. Now, I haven't seen or heard from Jody with little Elliot, but I do hope. He's had a number of operations and he's a little fighter. But he was a tiny little thing. So they're the, they're the sorts of things we want to remember. Unfortunately, this one this one really hurts. And it's not – and then the podcast is a Zero Fox podcast and it is about, you know, telling it how it is and being honest and straight down the line and that's, that's okay. We, we can deal with that. Um, but unfortunately – and I'm not – mentioned name but there's a, a mum who had this little blonde boy who while she went through a separation and he was just this guiding light she posted pictures of him on and stories about him on Instagram all the time um, I will mention his name his name's Mason and if you ever see the the name Mason and a little gold or yellow heart next to it. That's a big chance it's him on Instagram. Five years old is his first year in school. And this kid used to make me smile all the time. I'd see pictures. He's just had this beautiful little face. And he was his mum's rock. Now, his mum had lucky enough to meet someone really special. And he took Mason under his wing like he was his own. And they got on famously. This kid 
you know, all kids play up. But this kid just looked like butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. He just had the cutest little grin. Anyway, unfortunately, I stopped seeing stories about him. Um, I think about July, August last year. So it's 12 months now. And um, basically he'd been sick. They took him to the hospital on a Sunday night and um, he passed away. Unfortunately he had a thing, a rare disease called um, volvultus, volvultus, I think it is, or intestinal malrotation. And it's a congenital defect. In, which basically the intestines, intestines don't set in the abdominal area properly during gestation. And no one's none the wiser. This little boy was in his first year at kindergarten and um, his mother had just had a, another baby, another little boy. And the two, two of them got on famously, you know. She posted everything about with Mason, um, you know, wishing his new baby and talking to his mum's belly and it's just, it was just beautiful and unfortunately... Nothing COVID-related. That was this congenital de- defect that he had and no one knew about. And it's a one in how many thousand thing, but it can happen to anyone. So um, I may post something in the future on Instagram about it because I follow mum's posts all the time. She posts about it. She is battling 12 months down the track of losing her son which you do no matter what. And um, that really cut me to the core because this kid, just just a beautiful young man, you know, like no one ever suspects it. So obviously people have lost others during COVID as well. I just, you know, I, these are the things that have happened in the last 12 months that um, I've just seen – the strength of women come out more and more and, and, I, and I support it. And uh, hence Olivia passing away really prompted me to go, yeah, someone needs to talk about this and someone needs to to get it out there because it's, um, it's a horrible thing. Uh, but it's part of life and we need to accept it. Um, My mic's just disappeared on me again because it does that, right? Um, yeah, so these these things have happened in the last twelve months, and it's been horrific. Um, it's not unlike my sister had twins several years ago and lost the little boy, uh, and my niece Jasmine is, uh, you know, fighting on regardless of losing a brother. Um, you can't stop living; you got to keep going. And you got to push on, but these are parts of life. I just wanted to put that out there. I don't want. To, I know it's a zero fucks podcast, and I say some crazy shit, but um, at the same time, it's uh, it's yeah. These are sort of stuff that's happened. So let's um, change the mood a little bit, and I've got an interesting story to talk about.
Right. I got the serious part out. The social media explore, exploding into nudity. This has been one of the hugest things that have happened from COVID I've ever seen. Um, I often describe it as the evolution of a butt shot to a boob shot to a nude shot because that's where it starts. So what happened due to COVID, many people lost their jobs and um, it was horrific. But a pair of women decided to move on and to really get out there. Now, I'm not sure that I haven't talked about this previously and if I have in the last podcast, then I can't edit it because I like to shoot, I, I like to record live and then just put it in. So, but the fact was that there was um, a huge influx of semi-nudity and nudity that went on on different websites, OnlyFans, Fansly. I think there's others, I'm not sure. Uh, Twitch. So Twitch primarily is a gaming platform. Uh, I don't know who designed the original, but it was bought by um, Amazon, Jeffrey Bezos. Is that a shock? See the entrepreneur born in 1964, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. Come on, Jeffrey, you can do it. Pave the way, put your back into it. Tell us why, show us how. Look at where you came from, look at you now. Jeffrey Bezos, taking over the world. Took over Twitch, gaming platform. I originally joined Twitch to watch my son race cars on it as he's into iRacing and racing with his mates and um, that was my first involvement and since then I actually stream on Twitch as well KBankGG if you want to check me out you'll see what I do though I haven't been doing much of late <clears throat> excuse me so with that a lot of young women that were out of work were like I'm going to get on in game and do a bit of gaming or I could sit in a hot tub and talk to people, which they do. And the evolution of this has grown and grown that and, – and there's obviously strict, strict guidelines around what you can and can't do and show on, uh, on Twitch. But it, it's absolutely huge, the numbers of people that come through there. So young girl sits in a costume – Say young girl. It could be a woman of all ages because it is. There's many women of all ages. They might be wearing their cosy. They might be wearing something revealing. It doesn't matter. Um, and I think originally they were about the gaming side, but the gaming side sort of slid out the door. So to give you some perspective, um, one particular woman that was streaming, she and she gave away sort of details, but she used to work behind the bar and I think she was making about $35,000 a year. US, she's now making about 400000 a year with a mixture of Twitch, people giving her subs, people giving her cash, sending her bits, as well as her, there's about 400000 on that, but she's also got an OnlyFans account and she's got a Fansly account. So this is her new role. But what I've seen in the development of, which is 
for me is extremely interesting is the slide that it goes from I'm just going to do a boob, a bum shot and then I'm going to do a topless shot but cover everything up and then it just moves further and further out to, yeah, I'm doing porn basically but in the convenience of my own home. Now, here's the thing. I'm not being judgmental of, of that at all. They're entitled to do whatever they want. And you know what? People are paying for it. Fuck it. Go. Go nuts. You know? I don't have any issue whatsoever um, about people doing their thing. That's your thing. That's your thing. You go nuts. And um, But I've just seen that slide where they've, well, we're going to get semi-naked. Oh, we're going to get naked, but we can't show bits and then... Yeah, and that's what we've come to. It's there's a massive, massive. Mike's clicking again. Uh, there's a massive part of the world now where we're moving across into that, and um, the, for the best part, the smarter ones control it, and they know exactly where it's going to. They know. Um, how to hold it back and, you know, they've got it under control. And it's crazy money, you know, to go from – and I'm not saying they're all uneducated because there's some really educated women out there that are making some coin, but, you know, the girl said herself, she said, well, I was working in a bar getting, you know, and my bonus was getting tips and she used to get good tips. But now it seems to be why? Why would they do it? You know, this is their jobs now. And they spring up of all shapes and all sizes and all ages. And I think if dudes could do it, they would do it too. So it's not a sexist thing. I don't have any problems with, with them doing that. But I've just watched that unfold in the last 12 months and it really has been a crazy slide when you see the money that they're making. It, it really is. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So... Unfortunately, a lot of them think they need to get a boob job and then get out there or they're, they're doing it to get a boob job. That's not the case. You're just going to be comfortable in your own skin. It doesn't matter what you do. But, yeah, there's been some um, some crazy, crazy times. So, you know, in the last 12 to 18 months, there's really been an influx of how can we make money from home? And uh, what level of skin do we want to show? And as I say, it's th th these aren't, 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 aren't. My mic's clicking and repeating. I got to work it out to fix that. Um, okay, so it's going to do it more and more now. Fuck, that's not annoying. 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 Okay, I don't know why it's, why it's doing it. I'm just looking at all connections to make sure I haven't sort of lost anything. Okay, so yes, that's that's one of my hugest observations is, and again, I'm you know pro woman and I adore women. I, you go nuts, get what you know, whatever you can. But um, man, there's some crazy money out there. You know, there's a girl on Twitch with over a million followers. 
and um, subscribers. And she's on Twitch. I think she's making roughly about eight hundred thousand dollars a year after tax, and that's without her um, OnlyFans account, which I believe she's making a million bucks. I mean, speculation. Everyone's talking about the numbers, but that's crazy money. And uh, her whole claim to what she's doing primarily is literally just sitting in a hot tub or in a costume and parading the body around. Unfortunately, there's a nasty side to it. Some of these women have really become horrible bitches and they say some nasty shit. But I also understand that they're getting in the chat rooms some stupid and demeaning comment, 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 comment. Comments that come through. I don't know if you're getting that repeating. I'm going to have to have a listen back because I can't work out where that connection is. But anyway, that happens. So, yeah, that's uh, one of my other observations. I don't want to drag this on forever. But for anyone that, that has followed anyone, watch the progression of when they get the gear off. There's one girl in particular, I'm going to mention her name, but she was working as a uh, a cast member for Disneyland, as they refer to them. She may have been Snow White, allegedly. But she has now gone from that to making videos, TikTok, Instagram, OnlyFans, Fansly. Yeah. On a subscriber method where people are paying to see her naked. So, and again, not judging. You get it? Go nuts. I would do it if I was them. There's no doubt I would do it. But it's um, it's just an interesting way the world's changed. So many people are looking happy to work from home and uh, and have a job from home and then, you know, if you can make it, do it. All right, let's get back to the music side. Music, break it up. And then, uh, yeah, come back and chat about a few other things.
Okay. So that happened. That's a track for another time. Right. Ironic stuff. Let's start with this, talking about ironic stuff. Yeah, that was farts. I've got no fart policy. I don't like – I'm not going to fart in front of a woman. I don't want her to fart in front of me. I don't want to know about farts. I don't want to smell someone's ass. I don't want them to smell mine. But I just thought that was a different thing. my phone ringing? Ring, ding, ding. Pick up the phone, cunt. That's a little bit harsh. I didn't see that coming, but okay. Right. Ironic parts. It was an execution that took part earlier in the year. The story wrote, went on to talk about – his last meal. Let me give you the quick. This guy killed four people on a Memorial Day in America in 2005. It took him 17 years. To, once he was sentenced to death, 17 years. He had an AK-47. The people that he killed were 57, 56, 40 and 26 in Oklahoma City. Here's the ironic part. The story's not based around the people that he killed. The story was based around his final meal consisted of 20 chicken nuggets with various sauces, fries, crispy chicken sandwich and a large cola and large caramel frappe. And it was approximately 3,872 calories. Do you really believe that that is important when you're telling the story? How about telling about the lives that changed of the people that were family members? This is the shit that we're dealing with. This is why I don't watch the news anymore. I literally pick out a couple of selections off the internet of stupid stories to then point the finger at to go, what's fucking wrong with you? So, yeah, that's, that's what we're dealing with. People want to talk about guys' calories intake before he's being put to death by lethal injection. Very, very little mentioned about the people. Well, nothing mentioned about the people that died other than their names. You know. Well, Russia invades Ukraine and people stand back and watch. Well, the countries are watching. There's no oil there for us. So we're going to tell everyone we support them. But uh, realistically, if they had oil, we would be all over it. We'd be there. But uh, the fact is, they don't have oil. So we're just going to view it from afar because we're, while we're worried about what Russia's going to do, we, we really don't have an opinion at this stage. This is, this is what we come to, we come to, we come to, we come to. All right, my mic's clicking. I'm getting repeating. I don't know what it is. I'm going to have to go back and pull everything apart and re-put it back in. So there's that part of the world. Sports in Australia has become a really toxic part of the world at the moment because the programs that run are run through one basic company called Foxtel and um, as a result of that they seem to dictate what's talked about and in rugby league and in Aussie rules it's just been a negative fest so I just give everyone the heads up stay away from the negative shit and uh, 
and and don't start your day with clickbait. Don't start with drama. There's so many things out there. Listen to my podcast. I'm going to come out with some really outlandish shit coming up in the in the the next you know month or so. But this is going to be a weekly thing. I'm going to get it out on a Sunday. And um, we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff. What I do want to mention, what I'm going to talk about to finish off, which is, I guess, for many people, this was a positive. I I believe that it was manufactured with best intentions. And uh, when I first saw it, I thought it was something different. Um, and as it turns out, uh, it is something different than what I thought, but for its purpose. So we're going to talk about the Baldo. I'm pretty sure I haven't spoken about this before. You know what? I really should have listened to my last podcast before I started, shouldn't I? All right. It's over 12 months ago. We can talk about it. So the Baldo, B-A-L-L-D-O, trademarked under that name. And literally what the Baldo is is a rubber... Hmm. How do you describe it? It's a rubber contraption, probably made of similar material as a dildo, like a rocket shape thing. And basically how it works is you uh, shave your testicles and um, make sure that it's smooth. You then add lubrication to your testicle so it's covered and you slide the rubber piece over your testicles like it's a dildo but on your balls. And then there's two rings that go over the top and harness it in. Now, it says that the tip is no wider than most cocks. So think of a rocket being strapped to your balls, a pointy rocket. That's the best way to describe it. So when I first saw this, I thought this was actually used in conjunction with the penis as a – and maybe it can be. Maybe it can. Maybe that's, that's, that's what it's about. Um, as a double penetration type guide where the penis will go in one – hole and the baldo would go into another depending on your positioning let's say but no that's not why it was invented and maybe maybe some people have used it for that reason that that's the, that was the first thing that came to my head was okay so you're actually um double penetrating your partner if it's female or male, you know, penetrating with this. So I was like, okay. But it, no, it wasn't designed for that. What it was designed for, that men that have erection problems, that they can actually use their balls to penetrate their partner 
while their penis is flaccid. So if they've got an erection problems and there's nothing happening, you slide on the baldo and you simulate sex with your testicles and the baldo. Remember, the tip's not wider than most penises. And, uh, yeah, so you penetrate your partner, which whoever that is, whatever sex, with the baldo. How's that for innovation? Now, here's the downside of it. I checked out someone that did a review on it with their partner and uh, they struggled, to say the least, in um, in making it operate. But, I mean, there's many men out there that won't actually do anything about it if they've got erection problems. They just pretend, pretend, pretend. They pretend it doesn't happen. So someone has gone to the to the idea of creating the baldo. I think it came through an indigo um, program where people actually donated money to get this thing up and running. Um, the construction of it seems pretty good. Yeah, eighty thousand pounds to get this thing happening. And it was based from a doctor. And I guess for some, you know, if you've got erection problems or dysfunction as I refer to it, that maybe, <coughs> excuse me, maybe that was uh, something you can do. But I'm led to believe that that's not the case. But anyway, the Baldo, B-A-L-L-D-O, please check it out and have a look. It's an interesting, an interesting um Interesting, I don't say contraption, um, sex aid, maybe it's a sex aid, yeah. It says sex will never be the same again. I'd be interested to see if anyone's been able to use it from a double penetration point of view because that was my first thing was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, so they're going to, um, but not, but not, but not, but there we go, Mike's clicking again. Um, but no, that's not the case. It's about servicing your partner with uh, with your ball with your ball bag. So there we go. Something I never thought of. All right, next week we'll be back. I am going to try and keep this shorter to forty five to an hour. We've just gone over an hour, but as I said, it's the first time back. I'm still ironing out the bugs. There'll be more people to talk to. Um, we're going to have a random song from the Greatest Hits launch coming up in future. Uh, social media trolls, different things that you can uh, check out and have a laugh at at other people's expense. But ladies, if you're a lady and you're out there, please, self-examination, breast examination, or have your partner do it, and mammograms, hugely, hugely important. Breast cancer can be prevented now. And uh, obviously the, the sooner that it's discovered, the better. And, uh, yeah, it's, as I say, Olivia Newton-John discovered it. She fought it for 30 years. It is beatable. And, um, yeah, I really just hope that people take the time 
you know, I don't want to bash anyone over the head with it, but it's just I don't want to lose anyone else that doesn't need to, you know. Early discovery is is a form of prevention. And uh, Olivia resigned herself to the fact that she knew it would kill her one day, but she beat it three times in the 30 years. I think that's pretty remarkable. So if anyone else has anything they want to send to, you can get me on Instagram, 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 Instagram. When my mic stops clicking out, you can get me on Instagram at the Gorilla, Gorilla Radio Podcast or on Twitter at Gorilla KMac. I'll uh, have the link in the description of the podcast. Anything you want to send to me, anything, feedback, please send it on. I look forward to uh, getting these out once a week, every Sunday night, in order to have a listen on a Monday, whichever works. All right. Um, There's a few things that are going to round out, but I'm going to round out. Everyone's heard of Bruno Mars. Love Bruno Mars. I can't get enough of him. He had a little side project called uh, Silk Sonic. This song for me is an absolute classic. I've got a film. I've played this before, but we're going to uh, round it out with this. So thanks again, everyone. You're all legends. And uh, let's hope that I can get this up and loaded within the next half an hour and I know exactly what I'm doing. Now I've changed hosts. But uh, let's get this started. Please work. I'm sipping wine sip, sip. in a robe. Trip, trip. I look too good, look too good to be alone. My house clean, house clean. my pool warm. warm, just shake smooth like a newborn. We should be dancing, romancing in the key swing and the west wing of this mansion. What's happening? I ain't playing no games. Every word that I say is coming straight from the heart. So.
This has been the Zero Fucks Podcast, presented, created and produced by me, K-Mac. You can find me on all social media platforms as Gorilla Radio or at gorillaradio.com.au. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there, like a splinter in your mind. Are you ready? Let me tell you something about house music. It's not just a groove. House is a feeling. And when you feel it, you will understand. Goodbye. Bye now. Goodbye. Fucking Chinese.